Good evening, and welcome to The Theater in Your Mind. This is your host, Mr. H. We all want what is best for our families. We sacrifice, we move, we compromise. But sometimes our efforts fail to live up to our aspirations. The burden of trying to do what is best can let the darkness that is in all of us seep into our good intentions. Tonight, we witness a family seeking a better life for themselves and finding that a great deal on a house might carry some extra baggage from the previous tenants. I call it clones in the closet. As you can see, the living room has new hardwood floors, a large window with a view into the backyard, and a fireplace. It's really nice, uh, but I have a question. What's that? Who owns all this furniture? It's yours if you buy the house. The previous owners left it behind. Oh. Well, it certainly does suit the room. What do you think, dear? Uh, it's not really my taste, but I can live with it. On the bright side, we can cut back on our ottoman budget. You'll have to forgive my husband. He's always thinking about money. Hey, I understand with today's economy the way it is. Will it be just you two, or do you have children? Oh, we have a daughter. Her grandmother is watching her right now. This is a great town to raise a child in. Good schools and friendly people. We may not have much here, but what we do have is loads of hospitality. I see that. When did you say the house was built again? This Victorian house was built in 1892 by a master carpenter and contractor by the name of Herbert McLeod. But don't worry, it's been updated and it has all the modern conveniences. They don't build them like this anymore, that's for sure. It's beautiful. I really love this wallpaper. Look at the pictures on the mantel. Dave, do you know any of these people? Let me take a closer look and I'll tell you. No? I don't recognize any of these people. Some of these are so faded. Oh, hey, look, a picture of twins. Let me see the one you've got in your hand. Here you go. Now, I do know this couple. Who are they? This is a picture of the O'Briens. They used to own this house. She's pretty. Sorry to interrupt, but I just don't get it. Get what? Beautiful, spacious house like this for the price you're talking about. Dave, tell me what's wrong with it. Well, let me uh, show you the kitchen. That's where I tend to lose folks, the few who've looked at the house anyway. Follow me. Remember I said there was some fire damage to the house? Well, here it is. The kitchen will have to be renovated. What happened in here? I don't know for sure. Everything I've heard is just hearsay. Hearsay is better than no say, I always say. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. What? <laughs> it's, it's a little hard to believe. Uh, it has to do with the O'Brien. Some people think Mrs. O'Brien tried to burn the place down after her husband went missing. You know, trying to collect the insurance money. The lady that lives down the way, Mrs. Ramsey, she saw the smoke while driving home that night and called it in. When the firemen came to put out the fire, Mrs. O'Brien was gone. And the place has sat empty for years now. What happened to her? Nobody knows where she is. They didn't have any family come around and look for them. But, like I said, it's all gossip. No one knows what really happened. And her husband? Did anyone ever find him? No, the man just disappeared. Personally, I think it's a mystery that will never be solved. 
As my mother used to say, there's no use in pondering in the past. Well, that's an interesting story, but it doesn't explain why you haven't been able to sell this house. These repairs aren't that major. Once this is demoed, it wouldn't take more than a few weeks. I don't see how it's still on the market at this price. It's because there's more to it. Come on, Dave. Why hasn't this house sold? <sighs> when I spoke to you on the phone, I could tell that you weren't from around here. Otherwise, you'd know the stories and wouldn't be looking at the house in the first place. This house... This house has a history. What do you mean by a history? All houses have a history, Mr. Davis, but this one... Let's just say these walls have seen a few things. But it's just a house, a house waiting for someone kind to come along and take care of it. You're not superstitious or anything, are you? Like black cats, spilled salt, and open umbrellas indoors? No, we don't believe in that. Good, then you won't have any problems. I get sick of superstitious idiots bashing this house. Some of them wanted it torn down, but the bank didn't feel that way, nor did the historical society. Tear it down because of a few stories that were probably told at the hair salon or over a campfire? That's insane. I feel the same way, Mrs. Davis. Shall I show you the rest of the house then? Yes, I'd love to see the rest of the house. Come on, I'll show you the rooms upstairs. Hello? You're speaking to him. Oh, hey, Terry. This is Dave. I didn't recognize your voice. I'm just calling to let you know that the bank accepted your offer on the house. Oh, that's great news. Emily is going to be so excited. That house is all she's talked about since we saw it. I cannot wait to tell her. I'm glad to hear it. You're getting such a great deal, Terry. I know, thanks to you. What's the next step? I need you to come down to my office as soon as you can and start filling out some of the paperwork. Then we can get this ball really rolling. All right. I'll come by this afternoon. That sounds good. Hey, someone just walked in. Okay, I'll see you then. All right, bye now. Bye. Dad, is this our new house? It is, sweetie. You want to go upstairs and see your new room? Awesome, I got a room upstairs. Well, hold your horses, Tina. Dad. You coming, dear? I'm going to wait here for the moving men. I want to make sure they see our place. All right, don't stay out in this heat too long. Come on, Tina, let's go inside. Hello there. Hi. Are you my new neighbor? Yes, I am. I saw a car parked in your driveway, and I thought I'd come over and introduce myself. I'm Ruth Ramsey. I live in that brick house right there at the end of the road. I'm Emily Davis. Emily? That's a pretty name. Thank you. I used to know an Emily years ago. Is it just you moving in? Oh, no. My husband and daughter are upstairs. Do you want to come inside and meet them? I'd rather not. Go inside, I mean. Are you sure? I could fix you something to drink if you like. I don't want to go in that house. I just wanted to introduce myself. I've got to get going. It was nice meeting you, Emily. It was nice meeting you too, Mrs. Ramsey. I look forward to meeting Mr. Ramsey sometime. He's no longer with us. I am so sorry. I didn't... I didn't know. It's quite all right. I've got to get going. Good day. Good day. Tina loves her room. You should have seen her face. Em? Emily, is something wrong? Oh, uh, nothing. I just met our neighbor. You did? What were they like? She was nice at first, but when I invited her into the house, she got all weird. 
Like, she wouldn't come in this place even if you dragged her in. Maybe she's just shy, or she thought you were being too forward. Me being too forward. She's the one who came over here to introduce herself. She's probably just a nosy old lady. I wouldn't worry about it. Come on inside. I'm sure the moving men will be here shortly. You're probably right. Who's calling at this hour? I don't know. I thought you said the phone wouldn't be connected until tomorrow. It is tomorrow, isn't it? You better answer it in case it's an emergency. All right. Hello? Wrong number? I guess. I think it was supposed to be a prank. Let's just go back to sleep. Good night, dear. Night. Em! Emily! Em, where are you? I'm in the attic. What you doing up here? Just trying to get this place organized. How are the repairs going in the kitchen? They're coming along. Looks like you've got a lot of work to do. Yeah, I know. We've been here two weeks and I still can't get over all this stuff. Why would anyone leave all this behind? Most of these are antiques. What are we going to do with all of it? Maybe we could sell some of it. You would say that. I wouldn't even know what to charge for these things. I'm sure we could find out. Oh, is that a, is that a phonograph over there? Oh, it is. Oh, my father used to have one just like it. He would sit and listen to it all night long. I wonder if it works. If it does, he will get a real kick out of it. We should take it downstairs and put it in the living room. All right. What do you think we should do with this trunk? Well, first I think we should open it. Just in case some ghost pirate left their gold behind. Go ahead, open it up. Oh look, there's a name painted inside the lid. McLeod. McLeod. Why does that name sound familiar? Oh, don't you remember? Dave said that he built this house. How old could it possibly be? Who knows? It's probably made from dinosaur skin. <laughs> Alright, enough with the small talk. What's inside it? Well, uh, we've got some jars with faded labels, a watch, and a... <laughs> Treasure map, right? Terry. How many times have you watched The Goonies? <laughs> fine, fine. What is it? Ugh, I don't like this. Well, let me see that. Where is it? Ah, 1588. 1588? That's when it was printed. There, see? I don't want to look at a dragon eating a guy. I think it's actually two guys. I still don't want to see it. You know we could take this to one of those antique auctions like they show on TV? Probably get a few hundred bucks for it. Who would want to look at that? Who would want to make it? Why would McCloud have this? Maybe he was a knight or a wizard. He must have been into witchcraft. Those fingers in my hair. <laughs> you silly man. That's like come hither stare. That strips my conscience bare. It's witchcraft. You're <laughs> such a dork. Come here, you wicked witch. Terry. Give me a kiss. That's enough, lover boy. <laughs> what? Am I that bad? No. But Tina may come up here any minute. <laughs> Last time I saw her, she was dead to the world. My kid sure has been sleeping a lot since we moved into this house. I know. It's strange. She used to hate naps. 
<sighs> I guess we'd better get back to work. This junk isn't going to organize itself. All right, I'll head back to the kitchen, I guess. Uh, you want to go out for dinner tonight? That sounds great. But I can't believe that you actually want to buy dinner. Hey, yeah, I just feel like it, you know? You know we've been working hard, and the kitchen smells like paint anyway. In that case, I'll start getting ready in a couple of hours. <laughs> you don't have to get too dressed up. I'm not taking you to the palace or anything. That's the Terry I know. For a second there, I thought the paint fumes were getting to your head. Ha ha, I'll meet you downstairs when you're ready. Okay, dear. Hello? Hi, I need to speak to a Mrs. Davis, please. This is Mrs. Davis? Hello, Mrs. Davis. This is Principal Sanders with Lee Elementary. Hi, Mr. Sanders. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. I'm calling because I need to talk to you about your daughter, Tina. Is something wrong? Is she all right? She's okay. Nothing is wrong. I just need to talk to you about her behavior. Ms. Jones, her art teacher, has brought some things to my attention, and I think we should have a, a conference about it. Can you come in this afternoon around 2 o'clock? I can come in. Are you sure nothing's wrong? Everything's fine. I'll see you at 2 then? I'll be there. Great. See you then. Goodbye, Mrs. Davis. Goodbye. Principal Sanders? Yes? Emily Davis is here to see you. All right. Send her in. And could you get Miss Jones for me? Tell her that Miss Davis is here. Will do. Hello, Principal Sanders? Hi, Ms. Davis. Come on in and have a seat. Ms. Jones will be here shortly, and we'll get started then. Hello, everyone. Speak of the devil. There she is. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Let's begin, shall we? All right. Mrs. Davis, I called you because there was an incident in art class today. Your daughter, Tina, has been displaying some rather aggressive behavior. Well, that's not like her at all. What did she do? Miss Jones, would you mind telling what happened? Of course I don't mind. Go on, then. Well, this morning, Tina told one of her fellow students, a little boy, to F off. She said what? She told him to fuck off, and when I called on her, she said the same thing to me. I think she gets it, Miss Jones. You don't have to use the actual word. I don't understand. I have never heard her use that kind of language. Was this boy bothering her, aggravating her? She wouldn't say something like that for no reason. He just wanted to see what she was coloring. But she likes to show people her pictures. I think you should take a look at some of her recent work. What's wrong with this? It just looks like a dog licking a man's face. It might be... Yes, I believe that's my husband's face. Yes, but look at the progression. This is over the course of the last six class periods. At first, I thought she was just trying to perfect the image. But every time... She changes it just a little bit. It keeps getting more refined, more technically advanced. I was actually very impressed with her ability. Isn't that a good thing? Maybe she's just developing... This was today. It's not a dog anymore, and that is definitely not your husband. What is this? Is this a joke? Why would she draw this? Now, I don't want to sound insensitive, but is there anything going on at home? What could be going on at home that would make Tina draw a picture of herself eating another kid? It's not just some random kid. Then who is it? When I asked her about it, 
She said that her name was Tina, too. Now, Ms. Jones, before we jump into any wild ideas, we have to remember that the Davises are new to our town. Things can be hard on a girl when she's the new kid. She might be having trouble making friends, and maybe that's how she's dealing with the stress. You're right. I'm sorry. It's okay. You were just doing your job. I'm sorry for Tina's behavior in your class. I'll talk to her about it. That sounds like a plan. Now, I have to ask this question. It's policy. I'm not judging you. I'm just following protocol. So please, just answer calmly. Has there been any violence or fights between you and Mr. Davis? No, we are perfectly fine. I don't know where Tina picked up those words. Well, we'll continue to observe her behavior here. But if she continues, we will have to seek further help. Now, I know that sounds bad, but we must remember why we are all here. We are here for the good of Tina. I think that's about all we can do for today. Uh, Ms. Jones? Yes? I know you have to start getting ready for bus duty, so you're excused. I'll be there as soon as I'm done here. I'm going to talk to Mrs. Davis for a few more minutes. See you in a bit, then. Okay. Sorry to keep you. I just wanted to apologize for the way Ms. Jones was acting. Oh, she was fine. No harm done. You know those artist types. She gets a little, ooh, the universe sometimes. Really? It was no problem at all. I felt like I needed to double check. Are you sure? I'm sure. Thank you. Well, I've got to get going. It was nice meeting you, Mrs. Davis. Have a good afternoon. And don't worry. I'm sure it will pass. We'll keep an eye on Tina. You know, kids go through phases. I mean, I drew pictures of guns for most of elementary school, and I never shot anybody. Uh, uh, yeah, I see what you mean. Good evening, and thanks for joining us. On Channel 23, it's News at 10. There you are. I'm Ralph Rollins. Reading the paper, I see. Well, I'm trying to, but I'm a little distracted by the storm. Oh, I forgot to ask you. Did that phonograph work? <laughs> no, I tried it, but I couldn't get the thing to spin. I guess it's just worn out. I'm sorry. I know you wanted to show it to your father. Maybe we could get it fixed. Well, if I really wanted to invest in one, it would probably be cheaper just to buy one that works. Yeah, I bet you're right. Uh, Terry? Yeah? I don't want to interrupt you anymore, but we need to talk about Tina sometime. Hey, you can talk to me about my girl anytime. What's going on with her? Well, I got a call from her school today, and I had to go down there and meet with her principal. Is everything okay? Everything's fine. It's just that she's drawing these weird... Great, the lights are out, and I didn't even get to finish telling you. It's okay. We'll talk about Tina later, I promise. Well, now what are we going to do? Ever heard of Dancing in the Dark, my love? I'm not in the mood for that. I was only joking. I don't need to get upset. It's too late for that. Hand me one of those candles off the mantel. Is that a cigarette lighter? Did you start smoking? Oh no, I found this in one of the kitchen drawers earlier. I guess that's a good answer. Here, light a candle for me too. It's so dark in here. <laughs> Try not to burn the house down. Ha ha, funny guy. I'll take a look at the breaker box. Okay, I want to check on Tina. I imagine she's still sound asleep. I'm still going to check. Tina? 
Tina, are you okay? Open the door. This is not funny, young lady. Tina, open the door this instant. Mom, why do you have a candle? Because the lights are out. Now, Tina, why was that door locked? You know that you're not supposed to lock any doors. Now tell me why you locked it. I didn't lock it. Then who did? My friend did it. There's no one else in this room, Tina. But my friend locked it. Well, then where is your friend? I don't see her. She's in the closet. She lives in there. So, if I open the closet, I'll see no, her. No, don't. She doesn't want you to see her yet. She told me. I'm going to take a look anyway. I want you to see that nobody's there. Then we'll have the truth, young lady. You see? There's nothing in here. But... But nothing. Now tell me why you locked that door. What is going on in here? When I came upstairs to check on our daughter, she had the door locked. Dad, I didn't do anything. It's okay, sweetie. Just go back to bed. We will talk about it in the morning. What do you mean it's okay? She's lying. Will you calm down? I'll talk to you in the hall. Good night, Tina. Good night, Daddy. Good night. I don't believe you. She was lying and you did nothing. She was not lying to you. She was too. I pulled and pulled on that door and it wouldn't open. For one, you can't even lock this door. It doesn't have a lock on it. Then why couldn't I open it? I don't know. Maybe it was jammed. I thought you said the phonograph didn't work. It doesn't work. Then where is that music coming from? You know what? Uh, maybe the breaker switch was off on the outlet, or it just needed to be reset. I don't know. This place is wired up all kinds of crazy. It'll take some time to figure it all out. Well, go downstairs and turn it off. I don't like the song it's playing. It sounds depressing. I'm on it. Ramsey, I'm your neighbor, Emily Davis. We met a few weeks ago. I know who you are. What do you want? I just have a few questions on my mind that I thought you could answer. You'd better come inside then. Thank you. Have a seat wherever you like. Would you like something to drink? No, thanks. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Well, what did you want to ask me? Mrs. Ramsey, what do you know about the O'Briens? Didn't they tell you about them before you bought the house? The real estate agent said a few things, but I want to know what they were like. I want to know what happened. Well, I guess it wouldn't hurt to tell you. If I ever saw true love, it was between James and Millie. It was like they were made for each other. Now, I knew James before he met Millie. He was one of the nicest men I'd ever met in my whole life, and if it hadn't been for Millie, I probably would have married him. But she caught his eye and held his heart. You know how love is. You're a married woman. It does have a way of taking you over. It certainly does. Anyway, we were all friends for years, and then they moved into the house you're living in now. That's when the trouble began. Millie would come over and tell me how James was changing. She said that he wasn't himself anymore. At first, I thought she was overreacting, but then I saw it for myself, and it was as if something had taken his good soul and replaced it with the most hateful thing I'd ever seen. 
I remember one time seeing Millie working out in the yard. I noticed that she had been beaten. She was bruised all over, and when I asked her about it, she told me some lie, but I knew. I knew James had done it. How did you know? She practically told me without saying it. Sometimes we don't need words to communicate, my dear. I know what you mean. Shortly after that, he left her. And then the fire happened and Millie disappeared. That's right. But before she did, she visited me one last time. She said that she had been waking up in the middle of the night hearing James's voice echoing throughout the house. Like a ghost? I guess, but to my understanding, to be a ghost, you have to have passed on. I just figured she was upset dreaming or something. A lot had happened to her and I knew her emotions were all over the place, but there was one thing I found really strange. What was that? She told me that James's voice had woken her up in the middle of the night. Not the one filled with hate, but the James of the past. The one who had given her the best years of her life. What do you think caused James to change like he did? Mrs. Davis, you've been asking me a lot of questions. Now I think it's my turn. You're right. I'm sorry, go ahead. You're not a woman of faith, are you, Mrs. Davis? Well, no. Not exactly. I see that you have a nice collection of crucifixes on your wall. You either are or you aren't. As for my collection, they keep the evil away from here. You really believe that, don't you? That's the trouble with people like you. You think there's an explanation for everything. An answer for everything. You're willing to look every place in the world for those answers except for where the truth lies. And if for some reason you finally accept God... You only accept him and nothing else. Don't come into my house and criticize my faith. I'm sorry, I really didn't mean to upset you. It's quite all right. But now the time has come for me to ask the real question. Because I'm starting to sense the reasoning for your visit today. It's because something has happened at your house. Has something happened at your house, Mrs. Davis? Something that made these questions form in your mind? No, nothing really. But my daughter hasn't been acting like herself lately. My God. It's happening again. What's happening? Something you wouldn't understand, and I do not want to be the one to tell it. I wouldn't understand, Mrs. Ramsey? I'm sure I could if you would just tell me. I can't. But I know someone who can help you. Who? Who can help me? I swear I'd never tell anyone, and I'm going to keep my promise. I don't have time to play games with you. Tell me what you mean or I'm leaving. Just go home and get your daughter out of that house. I've got a phone call that I have to make. Go now! And just where would I take her, huh? We just moved here. Forget it. I don't need your supernatural bullshit. Terry! Terry! What? What is it? I'm already tired of these people and we just got here. What the hell's going on? Why are you shouting? I just talked with Ruth. I don't know why. And I told her about Tina and how she's been acting. What did she say that made you go crazy? She said there's something evil in this house and it's after our baby. The next place we move to, we should do a background check on all the neighbors first. You can't move. Do you know how hard it was to get a house in this market? I know that. I just wish they would mind their own business, you know? You don't think I understand you now? Is that it? What? You've worked so hard for us and you're just throwing it in my face? No. Can you hear yourself? Damn it, we are not leaving this house. You need to be grateful. We don't need to do this right now. Where's Tina? She's fine. She's in her room. We can't fight like this. She'll hear us. 
I haven't even gotten the chance to tell you what she did at school. Why are you getting worked up over nothing? Telling a classmate to... To fuck off isn't nothing. daughter is fine. You're just overreacting again. I'm gonna check on her. Wait. What are you doing? Let go of my arm. Let go! I said wait! (gasps) Terry. Terry, you've never hit me before. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't touch me! Emily. Go away! Get away from me! I I don't know what came over me. Look, I'm... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll go get Tina. You wait right here. All right. Emily. Emily, go. Terry, what's going on? I'm coming up. Terry, where's Tina? You said she was in her... Terry! Tina! Guys, quit playing around! That's it, Terry. Your dad is going to have to find another record player. I told you to wait. Why didn't you wait? You ruined the surprise. Who are... What is going on? Tina, baby, come to Mama. Come on. I'm with my mother, Emily. My family. Ruth called me. I came as fast as I could. What's your daughter's name? It's Tina. Tina? Are you in the house? Can you hear me? She was right here, Tina. Tina? I'm afraid I'm already too late. It's a good thing I brought this along. Why did you bring a gun? I'm cleansing this house. Now get out of my way. We meet again, Mrs. O'Brien. Looking well. I've never met you. What are you doing? Don't! Oh my god, what? Open your eyes, dear. That wasn't your husband. Neither is this. You don't remember me, Millie? Terry, stop! (laughs) What is happening? Please tell me! Emily, why are you letting her do this to me? Don't listen to them! (laughs) Don't let her shoot me! My baby, why are you doing this? look at me. These, These monsters aren't your family. I need you to go to the porch and bring me the gas cans. Okay? Gas cans? Mommy! Who's that calling out? It's Tina. Mommy! It's Tina's voice. Tina! Mommy, help me! Help me! Tina, where are you? In the closet! She got me! Help me! Too late! You can't do anything now! Let me out of here, please! I'll be good! I'm sorry! I can't leave her like this! Mrs. I Davis, have to don't. get her! She's lost! We have to burn the place down! Don't! Don't go! Don't give in. I'm coming, Tina. Mommy's coming. Mommy, I'm trying to get me out. Theater in Your Mind presents Clones in the Closet, The Cast, Mary Gail Lackner as Emily Davis, Eric Koch as Terry Davis, Hannah Marrow as Tina Davis, 
Tilly Roach as Ruth Ramsey, Amber Bryant as Mrs. O'Brien, Brenda Ritz as Miss Jones, Patrick Vincent as Principal Sanders, Ben Vale as Dave, and Holly Carlson as the secretary. The script editor was Logan Hill. Clones in the Closet was written by John Holland and Logan Hill. Clones in the Closet was directed by John Holland. This is Mr. H, signing off. Until next time, I'll be waiting for you in a theater in your mind.